Hello and welcome back to the Live, Laugh and Tough Love podcast. So today, as promised, I am going to be talking about building muscle. Um, I'm mainly going to be talking about the fundamentals of building muscle and my journey a little bit. I'm not going to be digging too much into the scientific um, do's and don'ts because I will probably lose myself and I'll probably lose some of you as well. Um, but I'm just going to talk about, like I said, the fundamentals um, and what I kind of found worked um, with my own personal journey. So um, I do want to touch on the why, the how, and the mindset around building muscle. So um, in terms of why, um, rather than us all focusing on being like the smallest version of ourselves, like why is it so important and so prevalent nowadays that we um, focus on resistance training and focus on building some muscle? Um, well, I'm here to tell you. So um, from an aesthetic point of view, obviously it does look good. It might not be everyone's cup of tea um, and you don't have to be absolutely jacked to have the benefits of what um, having more skeletal muscle like kind of brings. Um, but just having some sort of muscle on your body, it is just, in my opinion, aesthetically pleasing, right? Um, you look good, you look healthy, um, and you look strong as well. So um, that's that. I'm going to park the aesthetics for a second. But um, from a metabolic point of view, the more muscle you hold, the more calories your body needs to um, use and burn. So um, therefore, like, obviously, the more calories you can consume, and um, the more, or I suppose the the higher your calories can be whilst you're in a diet phase. So you don't have to drop your calories too low, because metabolically like the calories burning that the calories that you burn um just to keep yourself alive is higher so um, you don't have to go to stupidly um low amounts of calories just to lose a bit of fat so they are two obviously positive things um and then just obviously physically you're so much stronger you're much more independent um you're less injury prone um, and you've just got better functionality, essentially. And I can notice a difference in myself as to um, when we moved for the first time um, two and a half years ago, um, I couldn't hardly lift anything. And then we've just completed a move um, and me and my partner got the sofa up the stairs on our own. And I was like at the back end of it, like lifting it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. Like <laughs> I can, um, I'm, I can manage this. Like I feel so much more independent um and just stronger and it feels good for for being so do you know what I mean so um yeah they are some benefits from that point of view but <clears throat> just when I was doing my um, macronutrition um course I learned about muscle building and I learned about the effects of aging etc and there was one fact in there that did terrify me slightly um so proceed with caution um but in terms of like getting older um obviously we all know that we are going to deteriorate right we hit a certain point and that's our peak and then from that point we do just deteriorate it's just a way of life right um but in this um, course, there was this one um, piece of information. And it was like um, in men and women, um, especially if you are untrained. So those of you that or those of us, should I say, that don't resistance train um, on a regular basis, we tend to hit our peak between 20 and 30 years old. Yeah, dramatic pause. Um, so 
me being at the later age of my 20s, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I've peaked yet. Um, what is going on? But yeah, essentially, those of us that do not train, we tend to reach our peak between 20 and 30. And from that point on, um, we start to lose muscle mass by 1% every year. Another dramatic pause. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that terrified me, essentially. And I was already training at this point. I was training fairly regularly. Um, but that fact did terrify me. Um, obviously, if you are training, then that peak can be a lot later in life. But um, yeah, it's terrifying. I mean, I don't know about you lot, but I want to be strong when I'm older. I don't want to have an increased risk of falls and fractures as a result of me just not looking after myself now. So um, yeah, uh, that is a big why for um, my reasons to why I still train now. I mean, two and a half, three years ago, um, and then some, the reason why I wanted to get into resistance training was purely for aesthetics. I wanted to improve how I looked, um, <clears throat> whereas now it runs a little bit deeper than that. So just some food for thought there. Um, hopefully I haven't terrified you, but maybe I've terrified you enough into action. Um, uh, but yeah, so the how. Now this is, um, I'm going to try, like I said, I'm going to try not to get into the nitty gritty because I just don't want to bore everyone, but I can go into it in more detail if you would like on another podcast. Um, but how to be successful in building muscle. I'm just going to run through the fundamentals essentially. So first and foremost, pretty obviously we need to train, right? And we need to train hard. Um, in terms of training, it's going to be individualized to everyone because you might have a goal to build your upper body more than your lower body. And I might have a goal to build my lower body more than my upper body. So um, my training will look different to what yours might or your friends or whoever. Um, it is individualized to you. But from a, like a fundamental point of view, if you want to increase the muscle mass, say in your legs, um, you need to be training them two to three times a week optimally um, to build muscle there. And like I said, if you wanted to build your upper body more so than your legs, then you might do two to three times a week upper body. Legs might only be one, one to two sessions a week. Um, so that's that. Um, in terms of like recovery as well, what I would say and what I stress to my clients is um, to build muscle, you need to recover as well. Um, there's no point you training glutes on a Monday and then going straight back in and doing glutes on a Tuesday because you haven't allowed your body enough time to recover um, and build those building blocks up again, essentially. So um, I would leave between 36 and 48 hours um, between training the same muscle group. Um, and of course, over time, you do want to progressively overload that muscle. Um, so you want to increase the volume that you lift over time. Um, whether that be weight, reps, sets, like that wants to be, you want to be going up essentially. Um, of course, there may be weeks if you are female and you've got your um, menstrual cycle, like there will be weeks where your hormones will fluctuate and you will feel as though you're slightly weaker than the previous week. But over time, you want to be seeing um, the amount of weight you're lifting going up. That will mean that you are getting stronger. It's a very good indicator of that. Um, of course, no ego lifting. So um, doing things with good form as well. You don't want to be kind of sacrificing form in order to give your ego a bit of a kick and be like, oh, I'm lifting 
um, 180 on hip thrusts because um, I'm really strong, but I can only manage like four with good form and then the rest of the four are absolute trash and I'm hurting my back doing so. So scale the weight back if needed um, to focus on really good um, connection to your, to your muscles and actually, um, yeah, just not ego lifting and, and ending up hurting yourself or doing some damage. Um, so yeah, I can't remember if I said this already, but logging your workouts and reviewing them is obviously going to be key to that. Um, and just being consistent with your training, essentially, like if you're doing, if you've got four sessions a week and you're only doing two of them for weeks on end, like you, that progress is going to be a lot slower. So program something that you can actively stick to and consistently stick to each week. Um, and something that is realistic that can fit in with your week. Right. So, um, yeah, that's the training, um, in terms of nutrition. So you do want to be eating in a surplus and you do want to be making sure that you are eating enough protein to stimulate muscle protein synthesis, which, um, your goals can like, there's a, a, a range in which you can aim for with your protein. Um, and again, it could be individualized to you. Um, if you are interested in working out what yours might be, then you can drop me a message and I can have a chat and talk you through it. Um, but I'm not going to be throwing out a load of numbers here, there and everywhere. Um, but yeah, you do want to be aiming to eat in a at least 200 to 300 calorie surplus to build muscle. Um, I wouldn't recommend going too high over this at the beginning because um, you are going to get fat gain. You're eating in a surplus, you are going to get some fat gain, but there are ways in which we can minimize that. So um, I, yeah, I would stick to two to 300 calories surplus from what your maintenance is. Um, again, if you want help with this, then by all means, drop me a message and I can go into it in further detail. Um, but yeah, we kind of want to minimize fat gain as, as much as possible. Um, but we also want to be feeling good, right? You don't want to be massively like putting your, um, I can't even think of the word, digestive system um, into like turmoil because you're trying to speed up the process of building muscle. Like building muscle takes time. Okay. I've done two, um, I suppose you can call them bulks. Um, both of them have been about a year long each. And with that, I have built muscle. Like I, I definitely have, um, but it takes time. Okay, so there's no point trying to rush the process and eat a thousand calories over your um, over your maintenance just to try and speed up the process. It won't happen. You will just gain fat. Need to break it to your sis. Um, but yeah, so in terms of like optimal protein feedings, again, I'm not going to go too much into the nitty gritty, but with like general population, unless you are competing, etc., which is probably a different kettle of fish just to try and get optimal results. What I would do is split up your protein goal for the day over four to six servings, right? So my protein target is and has been um, 150 to 160 grams. So if I split that over the course of the day between four and six servings, I know that I'm regularly getting some sort of protein feeding in um, with every meal, but I do tend to love a high calorie dinner. Um, I love dinner as my favorite meal of the day. So um, I do tend to have a higher protein serving at dinner um, and probably before bed as well. 
Um, and yeah, that's just what works for me. Some people it doesn't. Some people prefer to have a, a slightly higher calorie lunch. Um, but I do think as a rule of thumb, having a protein serving um, every meal is going to be beneficial and it's going to help you a lot with your journey to building muscle. Um, so yeah, and then in terms of like the fat and carb split, again, not going into too much detail, but I would periodize my carbohydrates or my higher carbohydrate meals around my training so that I had energy and that I was fueling um, recovery as best as possible. So yeah, that is um, nutrition. In terms of like supplementation, because um, obviously there is a lot of um, supplement advice out there. Um, whey is obviously great. Um, I do think it's super beneficial, especially for those who are um, vegan or veggie and you find it hard to get enough protein in throughout the day. I would definitely recommend supplementing with like a vegan way um, because I think it's a really easy way of getting just some extra protein in. But um, yeah, even I supplement with whey. I probably supplement with it at least a scoop every day um, just out of ease and it tastes nice. So <laughs> um, that's one supplement. Um, Omega-3, like fish oils, etc., algae oils, if you are vegan, um, these are also like very, very underrated. I think everyone should, um, unless you have got like a high, um, like a, a diet that you have quite a lot of oily fish, um, I would definitely recommend supplementing with omegas. Um, and creatine, you might have heard of creatine. It is a very um, well-researched supplement. And in combination with resistance training, it does show um, an increased lean muscle gain um, when you consume it alongside resistance training as well. So there's some little supplement tips for you. Um, but I do think the biggest thing that I kind of struggled with when I was building muscle myself um, was actually my mindset shift. So in a society where it's like we're so consumed by being like the smallest version of ourselves and being thin is like this, the gold standard of aesthetics and um we want to look toned and um lean all the time like it was really difficult kind of coming out of that mindset um and especially when you've got progress markers such as progress pictures um measurements like body measurements weighing yourself um your clothes fitting like too tight too loose etc those caught those sort of progress markers that you would um I suppose focus on when you're in like a fat loss phase don't translate very well when you're trying to build muscle um I found it very difficult and I think a big reason why I found it very difficult was because I expected the process to be as quick as what it is when it comes to fat loss and it isn't it took me months and years to build up the um body composition that I have now and even then the changes are so small that I just wasn't seeing them as quickly as what I would if I was losing fat. Um, and that's difficult in like, a, like I said, a world where we are very lucky to have like instant everything. Um, if you want something from the shops or you want a takeaway, all you have to do is click on your Deliveroo app, 
and you can get it delivered between 30 and 50 minutes and you haven't even got to leave the sofa. Um, if you want a car, like you want a new car, you just get it on finance. Like the world is so programmed to be like instant um, and muscle gain just isn't. Um, and that's really difficult kind of switching from the, right, okay, I've done this workout today. My glutes should be absolutely popping by tomorrow. It isn't the case, hun, like trust, <laughs> trust me. But that workout, and you shouldn't get disheartened by that fact because that workout plus this one and this one and this one and this one and this one is going to add up over time to the desired result. And you just have to be patient. You just have to trust the process. Um, and the way in which I did that was shifting those progress markers. So rather than focusing on my um, weight, which was going up, which I didn't really mind so much because it was such a slow process but my weight was going up and I was like okay well at least it's not going down right so that is a progress marker in itself but for some people it could be quite triggering um instead of looking in the mirror every week to see if my glutes have gotten any bigger um I was just making sure that I was lifting heavier okay so shifting the physical aesthetic progress markers to something that was very performance-based and very like, okay, I'm eating enough protein. I'm eating enough calories. I'm not losing weight. I'm definitely getting stronger in the gym. I'm definitely recovering. I'm getting good sleep. Like these are the kind of things that you have to shift away from and shift towards to make sure that you keep your head in the game. Um, and that's something that really helped me. Um, and it's hard, but it's also got a load of benefits with it and you're not as consumed by how you look and you do feel a little bit more comfortable over time being in a slightly bigger body and you do have a little bit more flexibility when it comes to social occasions and you're not having to like meticulously track everything to the gram like it's just eat enough make sure you're eating enough protein make sure you're training hard in the gym make sure you're getting good recovery and the rest is gonna look after itself essentially so that is something that um, I did find it really difficult at first to come away from that diet mindset and that instant, like, I need results mindset. And I think it's actually really beneficial to go through that process because it does teach you to just be patient and it does teach you to work hard without reward or without instant reward. Um, and you do learn a lot about yourself as well. Like I went on a couple of holidays um, where I was slightly well I was at my heaviest actually um and you are in this uncomfortable position where it's like I'm in a bikini I don't normally feel this way like I feel a little bit open to the elements but do you know what it's my body yes it's going through changes yes I might not be 100% comfortable with it but I'm working my ass off and I know that I'm gonna reap the rewards over time and I feel fucking strong you know so um yeah but anyway that was kind of like the biggest thing that I had to overcome, like I could eat enough food, that was easy. Um, I could train hard, like that was easy at times, but there was times where I had to check myself and be like, hey, Beth, you're coasting here, like let's, let's put our foot on the gas again. So um, yeah, hopefully you found this helpful anyway. I've tried to keep it short and sweet. Um, like I said, there have been things there that I've touched on. And if you want more detail about it, then obviously feel free to give me a shout and drop me a message. Um, I do want to just quickly go through a couple of the questions that I got on my Instagram last week. Um, so one person said, what is your favorite exercise at the minute and why? Um, 
this changes all the time, I can't lie. Um, at the minute, I would probably say it is like a barbell squat or a barbell deadlift because I haven't done those in such a long time because I had an injury to my neck and then I was like, oh, my knees hurt. My body's just not built for squats. Um, and I actually realized that I can, and I'm actually not too bad at it. So, um, I mean, it's not great. I'm not lifting like what I would on like a hip thrust, for example, but I feel strong and I feel like there's room for improvement. And I like that feeling. Um, and like I said, I don't, I've had feedback that I'm not too bad at them. So <laughs> um, ego boost a little bit um, or confidence boost, should I say? So definitely that, but it used to be a lap pull down. I used to love a lap pull down, but I just hate them now. Um, how to stay on track with my goals whilst kids are on school holidays. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't have children, but I know I'm quite close with um, a couple of girls that do. And I think just trying to communicate with your partner or whoever kind of like helps you with the kids about how important it is for you to dedicate time for yourself and it's not you being selfish it's you being actually quite selfless because I know if I don't prioritize my health and I don't do the things that I need to do then I'm not I don't show up as the best version of myself for my friends or family or my partner or my clients do you know what I mean so I think it's important that you try and still allocate some time for you it might not look like what it does when your kids are back at school but um, even if it's a walk, even if you have to drag them with you, um, getting yourself moving each day, I would say is definitely going to just help you mentally feel as though you're still ticking along. Um, and another thing that I would say is in terms of nutrition, just try and make your life as easy as possible. You don't need to make these like extravagant meals. Just do what you can. Keep it simple. Keep your meals high protein. Keep a lot of fruit and veg in there. Um, and make them in bulk so that you haven't got to constantly stand in the kitchen like if you do a big like I don't know I do quite a lot of um, roasted veg with like I'll put chicken thighs in it and stuff um, if you do like a big tray of that or a big curry or a chili like you can end up having these meals um, and just portion them out and pop them in the fridge so that you haven't got to spend every evening in the in the um kitchen cooking and you can spend more time doing things that you enjoy like spending time with your children <laughs> um or going for a walk or spending time with your partner like whatever it is you can spend a little bit more time doing that and you're not stressing as much also um sorry I feel like I'm going really quick um also I would say <clears throat> whey is really good like I've mentioned about um getting your protein in um, and obviously we all know that protein keeps you fuller for longer as well so you're less likely to snack which is why I'm like high protein meals um, but Aldi I, I mean I'm not going in and telling you to like completely loot Aldi of their protein puddings and yogurts like I do but um, yeah you still want to have a varied diet but these little things or like even pre-cooked packs of chicken that you can just grab out the fridge and pop in a salad or pop in a wrap like it's just going to make your life so much easier and you're not going to be crisp uh, crisping you're not going to be snacking on crisps and chocolate whilst you're kind of running around like a headless chicken whilst your kids are off school so um yeah and then I'll just do one more um how to eat out when dieting I'm missing my social life yeah um I might actually have to do a 
a longer po- I'm going to do a longer podcast on this. I might make it next week's one, like just fat loss in general. Um, I know it's a bit of a contrast, but I will definitely cover that in next week's um, podcast because I think that I could definitely help you out with that one. Um, but yeah, and then another one was how do I stop being a hot mess? I will definitely do a podcast on that for you as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Um, like I said, next week I will do one that is based a little bit around fat loss. And um, I suppose similar to this, I might do some like fundamentals on that. And um, as always, I will be launching my Q&A question box on my Instagram on Wednesday at 12 p.m. Hope you found this helpful anyway. Sorry if I did kind of go off on a bit of a word vomit tangent, but I just really wanted to get this done for you um, and not ramble too much. So whatever you're doing for the rest of your day, I hope you have a good one. Um, And thank you again for listening and I will see you soon.